This is a presentation of the Trine Broadcasting Network, part of the Center for Sports Studies at Trine University. Learn more at trine.edu. Welcome into a new episode of the Storm Center Podcast. I'm your host, Drew Everhart. It's been kind of a sour feeling this week. Uh, the women's basketball team unfortunately lost to Hope in the Final Four, but still one heck of a season, one great run. Just a very sad to see all these seniors are going to be going. But, man, it was one great season. Congratulations to all of them. We got the weekly rundown, and then Ben and I are going to talk about basketball and then talk a little bit about spring sports. We'll get more into that next week, in more in depth next week. All right, so hit it. Here in the Storm Center. Women's basketball lost to Hope 57-52 in the Final Four on Thursday. Congrats on one heck of a season from those ladies, and congrats to friend of the pod, Tara Benovich, on earning fourth team All-American. Softball traveled down to Transylvania and Lexington for the weekend. Saturday, they lost to DePaul 3-1 and lost to Wartburg 7-6. Then on Sunday, they beat Illinois Wesleyan 6-5 and then beat Transylvania 5-4. They will be at Anderson for a two-game series on, on Wednesday, and then they will finally be at home to host Hiram on Saturday before traveling to Defiance on Sunday. Women's lacrosse beat Earlham 19-1 on Saturday. They will host Wooster on Wednesday and then travel to Wartburg on on Sunday. Acrobatics and Tumbling hosted Cootstown University on Saturday and won 218.87 to 142.20. Women's track and field will be at the Yellow Jacket Collegiate Outdoor Open on Saturday. ACHA D2 men's hockey played UMass Amherst on Tuesday and then played Ohio State on Wednesday in Nationals in St. Louis. Men's tennis beat Manchester 9-0 on Wednesday. Then they they then ho- they then lost to Wabash 6-3 on Sunday. Baseball traveled to Manchester on Wednesday and lost 11-10 in 12 innings. They will travel to Franklin on Thursday and then host Manchester on Sunday. Men's lacrosse lost to Ohio Northern 13-3 on Wednesday. They then traveled to DePaul and won 7-5 on Sunday. They will host Indiana Tech on Saturday. Men's volleyball lost to Fontbonne 3-1 on Saturday and then beat Wabash 3-0 on Sunday. They will host Mount St. Joseph on Friday and Wittenberg on Saturday. Men's track and field will also be at the Yellow Jacket Collegiate Outdoor Open on Saturday. And finally, men's golf will be in the Great Lakes Invitational for Saturday and Sunday. All right. Uh, we knew this was going to come eventually. We didn't thought it would be under different circumstances that we would have to talk about the end of the women's basketball season. A five-point loss to Hope in the Final Four. It stings, but honestly, I don't think it's anything to hang your head on. Yeah, no, I mean, it sucks, but it's like... You know, Hope's a good team. It's not like we got bounced by some trashy, trashy team. Like we got, I mean, we got beat by the national champs on the way to their championship game. Um, and I mean, it was a good game. That that final four game was a really good game. So I mean, it's just it's a little bittersweet, man, because all these seniors are leaving. We're, we're losing so many good players. Yeah. Uh, not just like I mean, not just good players, but like just good people in general. 
Um, yeah. Which is going to suck that they're not going to be around the program as much next year. I'm sure they'll be back, though. You know they'll come back and be here for games next year. I'm sure they will. But, man, it's just it's a tough pill to swallow, especially because, like, how far they came, they were down so badly. Yeah. And at the end of the first half, came all the way back, clawed all the way back into it just to barely. I mean, they just ran out of time. I think yeah. if we had maybe like five, ten more minutes of that game, I think we might have a different result. But you know, yeah, you know, it's someone where people would ask me, "Well, how do you, how do you feel about this?" I'm like, "Well, I'm not on the team. I can't speak for anyone." But if I'm in that situation, I'm thinking I was down 18, right? I come back and I tie it at some point. I always lose by five to someone who. To be honest, we all knew Hope was going to go on and win the next game. Yeah. I said, like, yeah. other than winning the national championship, that's probably the best way to end a season if you're going to lose. Yeah, yeah. If you got to lose, that's probably the best way to do it. I mean, and I'm pretty sure we said it on the podcast um, earlier. Uh, I know I've definitely said it outside of the podcast, but was calling it. Whoever won that game between trying to hope in the Final Four, I called it. I said they were going to be national champs. I think you said something like that too, Drew. Yeah. So, I mean... I mean, we're right. Hope beat Wisconsin Whitewater for national championship. Uh, and I think if Trine wins that game, I think Trine is national champs. Um, and all honestly, I really think this was a national championship game. I mean, Wisconsin Whitewater is a great team, don't get me wrong, but I feel like these were the two best teams in the country all season. Right. And when it came down to it, Hope just – they just found a way to outlast, uh, outlast us. I mean, we had a – the game was looking tough. Yeah, I mean, in the second quarter, it was it was looking pretty rough. Hope shot worse from three. I mean, they only missed one more shot, but it's just they hit the threes first, and that was something we were talking about mm. as we were watching. Yeah. Bobiani was yeah. man. Whoever hits a three, I think, is going to run away with it. Yeah, I mean, it was just. The game, I mean, from an offensive standpoint on both sides, it was a tough one to watch. If you like offense, this was not the game for you at all. A lot of defense, lots of turnovers. Um, I I enjoyed it, but, like, yeah, we didn't see, like, from two good three-point shooting teams, might I add, two very oh, solid three-point shooting teams. I mean, it was a, just a slugfest all the way down. And, I mean, Hope stepped up when they had to. They made the big plays when they had to. Um, Kennedy Schoenfeld just knew whenever to hit the shot at the right time. It was like every single time the momentum was starting to shift into Trent's favor, they would just put the ball in Kennedy Schoenfeld's hand. She would come down and hit a bucket and be like, man, there goes all that momentum that we just had. And I feel like that happened so many times over the course of that second half where as soon as we started to get any momentum going, Schoenfeld would come down and hit some sort of ridiculous shot and it would just be like, man, the air would just get sucked out of all the Trent fans of the building. Um, I mean, shoot, it was, it was, it was such a good game though. Um, but yeah, I mean, hope made the plays that they had to coming down the stretch and I mean, hats off to them, obviously national yeah. champions deserving 100% deserving that national championship title. Oh yeah. And um, I mean, I said yeah. that at the end of the, uh, it was right after the MIAA tournament <laughs> championship. Like, hey man, credits do where credits do. Like, Hope is a really good team. It's just, it just hurts a little bit more. And I've heard some people talk about this that they've heard it from some players saying that it stung a little bit more because it was Hope. Because I mean, you run into them three or four times a year. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's just you run into them so much, and fortunately, it just didn't go our way. See, the thing is that's awesome about this Final Four game is that. We get a guaranteed 
two rematches next season. Probably three rematches. Yeah. We get three more games next year, and we'll always get two games against Hope every single season. So that's the one thing where, you know, I think this is going to serve as fuel to the fire for this next this next year's team being this close. And I think, I mean, I don't know. It was, it was such a close game, and, you know, we had some, like, there's a lot of big-time players who played a big part in this game who are going to be back next year. Uh, Sam Underhill, um, Alyssa Argyle, uh, and then uh, obviously um, Michaela Artis will be back next year as well. So it'll be exciting. I think these girls, I mean, you know next year, Hope, they're going to have that date circled in red on the calendar. Oh, like, yeah. That is the game that they're going to want to win. Um, and honestly, I feel like this team next year is probably going to be like, we could lose every single game in the regular season. As long as we beat Hope twice, we'll be happy. Yeah. I'm just interested to see. I know it's looking very far ahead. I'm interested mm. to see the matchups next year because we are mm. looking at both rosters. Both of them are losing the exact same amount of players. And I mean, with hope, I mean, they're losing Voskul, Spoonfeld. Yeah. They're, they're losing all their num- number one players. We're losing most of our number one players. Mm. And I mean, this is where it's going to come down to, I mean, down to coaching and coach Morehouse up at Hope and coach Ring here are two of, I mean, they won co-coach of the year for the yeah. MIAA. I mean, they're two of the best coaches in the country. Um, so I, I'm not going to be surprised at all if next year, this is the marquee match again, you know, number one versus number two in the MIAA conference. I wouldn't be surprised if it's the same way again next year. Wouldn't be surprised if both teams make the national tournament again next year. Um, I mean, shoot, we could honestly see a repeat of this season where Hope and try and play three times, Twice in regular season, once in the conference championship, and then again in the in the uh, national tournament. I mean, that would be. I mean, it's kind of wild to think that that could ever happen again. But with these two teams and with these two coaches, I just it was it is by no means out of the realm of possibility. No, not at all. I think just the one thing that both these teams will have to overcome is just figuring out where the ball is going to go to now. Because mm-hmm. like trying, I mean, they've done they're very they do a very good job at spreading out the scoring and all that. But you're still missing out from this roster. Tara Benovich is going to be on. She was like 10 points, 10 or 11 points a game. KT was 9 or 10 points a game. Kale Wildman was 10 points a game in conference. Uh, Rachel Stewart was 8 points a game. Plus like 50 rebounds and assists and (laughs) steals and blocks and everything else. Uh, Kaylee Argyle, I mean, she was injured for most of the year. But in this last game, she had 9 points. And she played really well, I thought. I thought Kaylee Argyle, uh, she played... One heck of a game. She stepped up to the stripe and really made it count. Mm, yeah, went five for five from the stripe. Rachel Stewart went four for four. Um, and I know we were watching. I mean, Kaylee was driving on Vosco, and Vosco has to have like a foot on her. Oh, yeah. Minimum has to have a foot on her. And she was still driving, wasn't scared to take the uh, take the ball to the hoop. Um, I mean, she got bodied in the post, too. I mean, it's yeah. like big girls. I mean, she ate them, went to the foul line, knocked down her shots. Um, she played a great game. That was her last game for for the Thunder. It's sad to see all these seniors go, man. I'm, but I'm I'm excited oh, to see what next year's gonna be because we got we saw some flashes. We saw, well, obviously we saw some of like the uh, like some of the sophomores and juniors play a little bit. Mm-hmm. But then we got to see some of the freshmen. We got to see Sierra Hines play and um, Sydney Wagner. Wagner. We got to see Brower. her play, Brooke Brower. So. I'm excited to see what next year has in uh, in store. Plus, obviously, we bring in more freshmen as well. Yeah, yeah, and then you know Sam Underhill is finally going to get to start. We mm-hmm. project. I think yeah. it's a safe projection yeah. at this point. Yeah, and I think she's going to kill. Alyssa Argyle is going to get. I mean, she's had a lot of preparation this year with Kaylee being out. She mm-hmm. kind of took her spot. 
Yeah. And she she did very well in it and just uh tough. It's just cannot wait for next year though. I have already got uh, the countdown going. I know next season's gonna be a fun one. Um I mean I'm I'm going to go ahead and assume right now that both of these teams will open up the season preseason top twenty five teams. Uh I mean but I, it's uh, it's too early know. to tell. My way too early predi- my projections, you know. Yeah. I mean that was a that was a great way to get a start on uh, March Madness. Oh, a hundred percent. Great way to start out. My bracket's already busted. Yeah, it's all um, right. We're, everyone's it. So it yeah, matter. yeah, that's true. There's not one perfect bracket. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm excited to see what will happen next year. I think Sam Underhill is going to be really good next year. And that her yeah. mid range her mid range was good this year. And I mean, if she keeps working on it, improving that. I mean, she's going to be deadly from. Basically anywhere inside the three-point line, which is huge because she's a five. So if you can have yeah. a five that can step out and hit from the elbow, there's a lot. There's not that many. There's not that many girls in the MIAA that can guard on the perimeter and in the post. And I think, I mean, shoot, we could even see Sam develop a three-point shot. It wouldn't be out of, out of the question. I mean, with how well she shoots in mid-range, I wouldn't be surprised to see her take maybe a few threes. Obviously, Coach Ring's going to be like, "All right, Sam, let's not get too carried away here. <laughs> let's not get carried away. We have guards, but." Um, I think she's going to be a matchup nightmare. The only thing with Sam is like maybe her height, but even then she's pretty tall. She she's, she's yeah she's still tall. And I mean she was talking about this in the press conference after the first tournament game. Mm-hmm. She said because um, she was going to go up against Olivia Nagy, who's like six five. Yeah, tall. Yeah, and she was like she was like man, I was looking at the roster and I saw her height and I kind of got intimidated. But then like. I stood next to her, and I'm like, we're not that much different mm. in terms of height. And I mean, she's also, like, I've been playing against Voskull. Gabby Timmer is yeah. taller. And so. she has to practice against Kelsey Taylor every single day. Yeah, which, KT I mean, is also very tall. KT's I don't looking do. me in my eyes. I got to look up to KT, honestly. <laughs> I'm not short either. I'm six foot. So, I mean, yeah, it'll be it'll be interesting to see. Uh, I want to see some of the – I wonder who the players who are going to be that, like, didn't play at all this year, who's going to get their shot. Uh, with some minutes next year because, I mean, we have a really big roster. Obviously, uh, not everyone will get to play. That's just the nature of the sport. Right. Um, well, the nature of college sports anyways. But uh, I'm excited to see. Coach Rang has a lot of different combinations that he can throw in the starting five. Uh, he's got a bunch of different guards who all can all not all have experience now. Um, got a lot of uh, – got some options in the post. That's like the one thing. But we saw that a little bit this year. Not too much depth in the post. Uh, a lot of the depth on this team was on the on the perimeter. Have a ton of really good guards. This year especially, I mean, holy smokes. Artists, Wildman, both Argyles, Wagner, Stewart. Like, so much depth. Um, but yeah, Coach Ring's going to have a lot of different combinations to, to throw in that starting lineup uh, next year. So... I think there's going to be a lot yeah. of different phases. I I highly doubt that there will be a set starting five next year. I'm sure there'll no. be a lot of rotation throughout the throughout the season. So I mean, yeah, but uh, we'll have to see. We'll have to see. Yeah, but speaking of the seniors this year, just want to give a quick shout out to all of them. KT, I mean, obviously, she's going to go down in history as one of the better people on campus. Yeah, honestly, yeah. she's involved with a lot of stuff. Uh, Kale Wildman, straight up sniper, no other way to put it. Uh, Tara Benovich, I mean, friend of the pod. She was nice enough to come talk to us. And also, uh, she got fourth team All-American, so shout out Tara. Mm-hmm. And obviously, I mean, she's in the history books for probably a good while. 
Oh, yeah. She'll be in there for a minute. I mean, she broke the record like three quarters of the way through the season, and she kept shooting. She yeah. stopped there. So that record's going to be a tough one to beat. Whoever beats that record is going to have to work cut out for him. Absolutely. And then uh, Kaylee Argyle, I mean, if she wasn't injured this year, mm. I think. I mean, if we were still doing very good with her not being there, she was basically an assistant coach yeah, for most of the year. Basically. She was the uh, women's team, Reese McGinsey. Yeah, pretty much. And then Rachel Stewart, I mean, obviously, for those of you that listen to TBN, <laughs> you know how much we love Rachel Stewart. She was you know, just I'm super the, underrated. Look at the stats here. Rachel Stewart actually had the second most minutes on the whole team for that Final Four game. Tara played 27, and Rachel Stewart had 26 off the bench. So got a lot of playing time coming off the bench, uh, which is good to see, especially in her last game. Uh, a Thunder uniform. What I would love to see is for these girls to come back and use their COVID year. Come on back. Let's, yeah. just, let's just put the team back together. Let's make another run at it. Here's the thing. I don't know what the rule is for COVID year with winter sports. Because I know fall sports, if you're a senior this year, you do get one. Yeah, right. I just don't know about winter sports because I know they are different. Mm, yeah, because for... Oh, also it's, it's uh, so and weird. Natalie Coons. Yeah, and, and Natalie. She didn't get to play in the Final Four game, but I mean... She was always always cheering it on the on the sidelines. She never got like down. Obviously, it was it was super special for her to get that start too on on her senior night. Yep, um, and a bucket. Yeah, I'm glad she got to play too. With how I mean, she had been hurt for a, a hot minute, hadn't been able to play like at all or participate in practice. So I'm glad she got to play this season at all because it was really likely when she got hurt that she might not have played any more. Period right. at trying. So I'm glad she got in. I'm glad she got to play. She got to play in the tournament as well, if I'm not mistaken. I'm pretty sure she got in. I um, think so, yeah. In the pretty sure first she got round, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, it was it was awesome to see that. But, I mean, shoot. This team is not – they're not going to rebuild. It's going to be a reload. Yeah. And they're going to be right back at it next year. Um, same thing with Hope, honestly. It's not going to be a rebuild for Hope either. I can guarantee that Hope will be one of the top teams in the conference next year. Probably one of the top teams in the country again next year. Um, so, it'll be exciting to see. This was year one of the, you know, you know what this makes me think of. Trying to hope makes me think of the Warriors and the Cavs when LeBron oh, was playing yeah, for the Cavaliers yeah, yeah. and you had Steph Curry and Clay Thompson for the Warriors. That's what this makes me think of. It's just going to be a few years where it's just back and forth between trying to hope until eventually Coach Ray and Coach Morehouse just retire. <laughs> I think that's what it's going to be. That's I think it's going to be a long while. But yeah, but that's going to be a long time because what happens after Coach Ray's gone? If Coach Hoffman's still here, man, we're just going <laughs> to hand the rings over to old Coach Hoffman. And he's gonna be running the team. So I mean, <laughs> can we talk about how much Rob <laughs> got shown in that Final Four game? Yeah, I'm pretty sure I think they, they legit thought he was our head coach. Pretty sure they thought Coach Hoffman was the uh, was Coach Rang. I'm almost convinced they did because I don't think I saw a single. I don't think the camera was ever on Coach Rang. If it was, he was just walking through the frame. Yeah, yeah. And while it was on Coach Hoffman, you see yeah. Coach Rang walk in the background. Literally, I mean, he is listed as associate head coach, but. I'm pretty sure our, I'm pretty sure the camera people got it wrong, but I mean, you know, Coach Hoffman's a handsome guy. I'm glad he got some camera time. <laughs> but you know, this coaching staff here is—I mean, they're crazy. They're so good at what they do. Yeah, uh, it's gonna be exciting to see what they do next year. I bet Coach Hoffman's already scouting next year. He's already <laughs> scouting for the first game next year. I don't even think the schedule's been released yet. He's scouting every <laughs> team in the country just to make sure that they're ready for day one. But man. Next year, I mean, there's going to be a buzz about this team. This this next year's team is going to have like some very very big shoes to fill. But I think they're up for the task. I don't think they're intimidated by that at all. If no. anything, I think they're excited. I think these girls next year probably want to be like, all right, 
because <laughs> I tweeted something. I was like, is it safe to say this is the greatest team in history? I feel like maybe some of these underclassmen might take it personally and be like, no. <laughs> the next year's team will be the greatest team in Trine history. And then the year yeah. after that and the year after that. So Right now, it's very safe to say that. So I'm saying, I mean, that 2019 team was good. I talked to Christian Jones. He was like, I saw your tweet. He's like, I'm going to have to agree with you, but he's like, that 2019 team, he's like, I know you weren't here for that, but those girls were good. And he's like, if it weren't for COVID, he's like, that team probably had a chance to go to the final Oh, four. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like my freshman year, mm-hmm. yeah, they were very good. I mean, it was the same team, except you add Shea Herber and, and uh, Katie Steers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And w- you know how good Shea was. And yes, I mean. I swear, Katie Steers, she was the best ball handler. She, I see her as more of a Rachel Stewart type mm-hmm. player. Just really good on defensive end. Didn't have to get as many points. She was very good. I mean, obviously, whenever we see her at games, we always point her out. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm just excited to see what what's in store for trying basketball next year and for the men's team. I feel like it's been forever since I watched the men's basketball here at Tryon when it really hasn't even been that long. But no. it feels like it's been forever. But now we got – it's finally the end of basketball season. It was like the most depressing time. It's the end of basketball season. Now we got to shift towards spring sports or whatever. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm actually really and excited for the spring sports. With that, uh, we're going to be on the call for the softball games on oh, yeah. Saturday. We will be on – oh, shoot. It is a Saturday. I don't know if I can do that with you, Drew. That's right after the podcast. You have to track, we, we you can have track me, don't you? Yeah, guess, guess what time the bus leaves on Saturday. What's up? 5.30 in the morning. We're going to Cedarville, Ohio. After leaving at 5.30, we're not getting back until 9.00. Okay. Yeah, no, yeah, no, that's trash. I want to do it. Maybe I should do like uh maybe I should watch the broadcast and like call in <laughs> <laughs> from the track meet. So like my you just hear all my reactions delayed. <laughs> it's like the next A B, I'm like, oh, there's the home run. <laughs> but man. Okay, so I Drew will be on the call this with Saturday. Someone that is to be determined, or maybe by myself. I don't know. Hopefully we can find someone. I bet. I mean, Andy might be able to. I think he has volleyball that day. I think the volleyball game is Friday. I'm pretty sure. Oh, I'm on the call for Friday for volleyball with Andy. There might be a game on Saturday, too. Yeah, there is. It's like 4 o'clock. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I will, you know, if you want to hear my pretty voice, uh, Friday night, I should be on the call with Andy. We're doing men's volleyball. Excited to do that one. Shout out Nick William, Matt Stillman. <laughs> yep. Uh, I'm excited for that one. Um, I don't know anything about about. Uh, I mean... I understand what's going on, but the only proper terminology I know is libero. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the person that wears the other color jersey. Yeah, color. yeah. <laughs> and the only reason I know that is because I have friends that played volleyball in high school, and they're like, all right, this is the libero, and then I forget every single time. So now it's like drilled into my head forever <laughs> that that's a libero. But okay. So softball and baseball are finally going to be at home, which is exciting. Yeah, finally. After having 18,000 games in Florida. Literally. Half their season was in Florida. I'm pretty sure they already played like half their season. Finally getting to play some at home here. But you know, I mean, that's a lot of traveling. Let's go look and see here. Uh, holy smokes. Girls won 12 nothing against Delaware Valley. Let's see. So, yep, we got uh, Hiram, Hiram? Hiram, I think. Hiram, that's, yeah, that's a Saturday. Ohio Northern. Uh, Kalamazoo. Yeah, so basically, just on the conference schedule here. Yep. Man, they have, a, like, lengthwise their season is short. They have a very short season. They, they play have, for, like, Well, a they month. have to pack in a lot. Yeah. Because the spring season is sh- very, very short. Yeah, they play two two months worth of games. 
from the beginning of March till the end of April. And it's where like most teams, they would play this amount of games in three months. Yeah. <laughs> three or four. I mean, every single game is a doubleheader, I think. Yeah. And of course, how does that always work out where Hope is always our last team that we play? Which is probably going to be our best competition in conference from what I've been hearing and from what I remember from last year. I remember St. Mary's last year wasn't terrible. They, they weren't bad, but I think it's always safe to uh, just assume that Hope is going to be the hardest competition in yeah. every single sport ever, which is getting really annoying. To be honest with you, I'm tired of saying Hope's name. It'd be nice <laughs> if I could talk about Olivet for once or Calvin <laughs> or anybody but Hope. But yep. no, here we are. I guess that's just what happens. I mean, Hope's university is just good at everything, so I guess I'll put respect on their name, I guess. So with that, um, we're going to be all over the place on TBN, so just tune softball, in to everything. Softball, baseball, lacrosse, some volleyball. I don't know anything about lacrosse. I did a game, though. I, <laughs> I didn't know what was going on, but I did a game. <laughs> I did one. Um, baseball. Here, let's just check out baseball. Let's check out the baseball. I'm pretty sure... The baseball team doesn't have as many doubleheaders. Well, actually, they might. But I think their games are more spread out. They play a lot of, like, doubleheaders, and then they go to the, they, like, will flip the next day. So they'll play a oh, doubleheader, yeah, yeah, yeah. and they go. Uh, they do that a lot. Um, yeah, their season's a little bit longer. Playing from fe- late February till early May. <sighs> Man, I'm just... There's a lot of stuff. If you know, if we could do broadcasts for track and field. I would do that. I mean, I feel oh, like yeah. that'd be. I will. No, I want to do a golf broadcast. We need to figure <laughs> out a way to do golf. <laughs> we um, man, there'd be a lot of moving parts. There'd have to be like eighteen. There'd literally have to be like eighteen people working. Yeah, we would have to get a fat Tron broadcasting network crew. <laughs> but Josh Hornbacher, man, come on now. Let's let's get some golf. I want to do some golf. <laughs> That would be so much fun, man. I just, I would love to do that. I don't even know where we could like put a place to record or even put a camera yeah, anywhere because Zolner is like so compact. Yeah, that would be, that would be some. Oh, by the way, so uh, the driving range faces, I mean, it's not like pointed directly at my apartment building, but my apartment building is like down the down range off to the right. And I'm, my car has been dangerously close to getting beaned with a golf ball a few times. Oh, no. And it's starting to concern me because, I mean, there were so many people at the driving range this weekend because it was so nice out. Yeah, there, there was a lot like, yesterday. Yeah, one time uh, my bedroom window got hit with a golf ball. Like, they be, they're, they'll be, like, hitting, like, the side of the side of our building and stuff. Yeah. And we're, like, I don't know, probably, like, Three four hundred yards down down range. And I'm like, dude, you guys need to chill out. Like they need to, <laughs> they got to move the driving range or something, man. Because I'm in the danger zone at all times. I'm like ducking every time I walk out of my apartment building to go to class. <laughs> it's a uh, it's a it's a it's a scary time. <laughs> it's a scary. Yeah, that, I couldn't. I mean, I'm in like that same area. I don't. If I've, someone hits, if someone hits your apartment building, they had to have. Oh yeah, it's, it's it a total, so horribly. Yeah, it's a total shank. They would have had to aim at the building. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically. I've heard mean. people talk about where they live close to that west wall and they've like heard golf balls. Yeah. I mean, holy smokes, guys. If 
I think if you're hitting the apartment buildings, you just need to be like, they need to revoke your privileges at the driving range forever because obviously you can't just, drive very straight. Just slow your swing down. Just change your grip or whatever. Yeah, whatever listen. you got to do. Because whoever's hitting these, they're, they've got to have such an open club face that they're just pulling it all the way off to the right. I mean, my goodness. It's these golfers, man. All these amateurs out here at the... At this, <laughs> A bunch of old dudes just got really mad. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> nah, but I mean, Zona was, it was buzzing this week, and there were so many yeah. people out. There was a lot of people disc golfing, too, which, you know, we got a disc golf course on campus, which is pretty cool. I always forget that we have that. Yeah, it's because we just have a normal golf course, and I think I would rather go just normal, like golfing normally yeah. than go disc golfing. But what else is going on this spring? Track and field, obviously. Um, got... I think volleyball has a spring season. I think women's volleyball has a spring season because they usually they play in the they play in the fall, but I think they have a spring season. Um, let me think what else. Uh, well, spring spring football starts. Obviously, there won't be any games, but we'll yeah, have yeah. we'll have football practices and stuff that'll be going on um, here in the spring. Men's volleyball still going. Let me think what else. Is there anything else going on? I don't. I mean, tennis, tennis, triathlon may have some stuff. You know, I'm not sure. I am not sure. You know, obviously, you got golf, acrobatics, and tumbling are still going. Um, yeah, so there's a lot of stuff going on here on campus um, tonight. Final four for trying intramural basketball at the MTI Center. Oh, really? Uh, I'm not playing. My team lost in the first round. <laughs> Well, actually, I was playing on two teams. The one team I was on just didn't even show up. <laughs> I was the only one who showed up to the gym, so that was cool. And the other team, we won the first round, lost in the second round. So yeah, but uh, they get to play the they get to play the championship game. It's so, like for the final four, they'll have both games going at the same time like, oh, on yeah, the court. Yeah, yeah. But then for the final game, they're playing on the actual MTI Center court, which will be pretty cool. That's pretty cool. Yeah, so that that'll be that'll be that'll be a cool experience. Um, too bad I'm not good at basketball. That's why I play intramurals in the first place. Because <laughs> I'm not good enough to play basketball on the team here. I mean, I could be a pretty mean bench mob. I would be I would be a menace. <laughs> I would be such a menace. Coach Miller, Coach Miller, let me know, man. I'll I be I will imagine. be I will be on the bench mob, man. I don't even care. Just let me wear the warm-ups the whole time. I'll sit all the way on the end of the bench and I will be loud and proud. <laughs> be screaming my head off the whole game. You'll get tired of listening to me scream. <laughs> all right well with that i think that that is it for this week yeah which it's man it's, it's kind of sucky man short episode this week because like man yeah, basketball season's over how's your how's your bracket looking right now drew wait let me pull up my my espn thing uh terrible well let me see mine mine's not doing so i had one bracket that was looking pretty good but uh arizona gave me a little bit of a scare i have three of my final four still in because, yeah, me too. Because of Tennessee. Yeah, freaking Tennessee. I'd have Tennessee. Who, who did I have in the Final Four? Oh, I had Iowa. That too. Ooh. I had Iowa in the Final Four, and they lost. So, thanks a lot, Iowa. Why'd you, I knew go, I why'd you go with a Big Ten team? You know, after I made the bracket, I asked myself that same question. <laughs> and the worst part is, I'm looking at this bracket now. I didn't realize this, but I had two Big Ten teams in the Final Four. So, that's going to be terrible. <laughs> Who else do you have? Purdue. Purdue. Oh my Purdue's God. not making the Final Four. I'm sorry. I, I'll agree. Offense, offense is great. Offense is definitely national championship worthy. Defense, 
Maybe Sweet 16. Well, we don't care anymore. Our defense <laughs> used to be good. But then, you know, certain players that are probably going to go to the NBA after this year just don't care. Yeah. You know who you are. Plus, uh, I, you're Because you're totally listening. <laughs> I would be scared if I was Purdue. Man, St. Peter's is looking scary, man. Dude, that, um, that one guy with a mustache is going to drop 35 on us. What's his name, Doug? Doug, yeah. Doug Edbert or whatever? Yeah, he's going <laughs> to 30-piece us. I got Gonzaga losing to Texas Tech. In so do I. I have North Carolina and Purdue. In the, okay, this is my lead eight. Gonzaga, Texas Tech, North Carolina, Purdue. I had Arizona, or I had Arizona playing Tennessee. Obviously, Tennessee's out. And then my last game was supposed to be Iowa and Wisconsin, but both of those teams are out. Oh, so my new man. prediction is Kansas and Miami. Ooh. So my... Yeah, I think Kansas will beat Miami. My Elite Eight will be Gonzaga, Texas Tech, UCLA. I'll go with Purdue. Um, yes, I, had, I keep saying like there's no way Purdue will lose to St. Peter's but I also said the same thing about Kentucky yeah. I had Illinois and Tennessee so I'll go with Arizona Villanova and then I'm still sticking true with my original bracket Kansas Iowa State Iowa State is going to the final four man I gotta that's pull that's my for, actual bracket I gotta pull for Villanova because they beat Ohio State so that way if they win I could be like we lost the Nets and champions <laughs> <laughs> I got one bra- I got one bracket that's actually on fire here now I'm looking at it. So in my in the group I did, I won bracket. My so my top bracket has four hundred points right now. I'm at seventy percent. My other bracket's at three hundred and fifty points at thirty percent. That one I have Duke winning just because you know, I I root for Coach K. I, I don't like Duke at all. I hate Duke, but just because it's Coach K's last season, I'll root for him. Just because he's a legend. But this other bracket that I didn't enter in any groups is sitting at 450 points and 97.3% right now. Oh, my God. What? I don't know how. Well, here, let me see. Is there one of my final four still in? No, because I, I will go to the final four in this one, too. My final four in this bracket is Duke, UCLA, Arizona, and it was Iowa. That's not bad, honestly. But I had I mean, UCLA in my final four. No, nah, see, this is what's satisfying right here. Oh, wait, never mind. It's not this bracket. Hold on, let me find it. Let me find it. You guys can't see this, but in my bracket, I'm about to show Drew, I got one whole region correct, and I was really proud of myself. Look at that. Look at the south region right there, Drew. Look at that. All greens, baby. Let's go. I did that last year, too. I did pretty good, except other than Michigan. Dude, I hate Michigan so much. (laughs) (laughs) Just, even if I wasn't an Ohio State fan, I would still hate Michigan. I'm... (laughs) I don't know why. They're just a hateable team. <laughs> I don't know why. So if, if any of you guys are Michigan fans, I'm not sorry at all. <laughs> I hate Michigan. The only way I'll root for Michigan, nah, nah, there's there's no way. The only, the, only reason I, the only reason I was rooting for Michigan at all is because I had them winning some games in my bracket. But now that they've busted my bracket and gone further than I had them going, now I'm just like, man, I hope they lose to Villanova. I was hoping for a Michigan-Ohio State game this week 16, though. That would have been fire. That would have been really good. And then we would have lost. We being Ohio State, we would have lost because EJ Liddell would have gotten trashed on by freaking Hunter Dickinson. My roommate is a Michigan fan, and all I hear about every day is how good Hunter Dickinson is. I'm getting really tired of it because I can't even say anything back because he's right. Yeah. Like, I can't be like, no, he's trash because he's not. I'm just tired of it. But you know what? I've already shifted back to football season. I've been paying attention to free agency and the NFL draft. Chris Olave might get drafted to the Packers, and if that happens, I'm going to be really upset because I'm going to have to watch the Green Bay Packers. Being a Bears fan, it sucks, especially when your roommate's a Packers fan. Oh, yeah, that's pretty bad. It's tough. Yeah. because he's Yeah, so I got a roommate who's a Packers fan and a roommate who's a Michigan fan, and this year has been really rough because Michigan beat Ohio State in football, 
And Green Bay beats Chicago every single year. So it's been a rough well, go. Green Bay owns uh, Chicago, according to Aaron Rodgers. <sighs> One of these times, I hope just I just hope <laughs> Justin Fields just goes crazy next time we play Green Bay and just destroys them. But I know it's not going to happen. Bears are probably going to go like five and twelve this year, <laughs> and we're gonna we don't even have any draft picks. We traded them all away, and I'm just I'm just a depressed sports fan right now, guys, because. Aren't you guys going to trade Khalil Mack also? We already did. Oh, you already did? We already sent him to the Chargers. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, Chargers going to be nasty. forgot about that. I'm just, I'm a depressed fan right now. Ohio State got bounced for the tournament. And they lost to Michigan this year for football. The Bears suck. The Bulls aren't bad. The Bulls aren't bad. Well, when they... They're they're tanking right now. When they play bad teams, they're really good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Martin (laughs) Rosen was looking good for the first half of the season, but it's kind of dropped off here. Um... What else is going on? Blackhawks were absolute dog water last year. Um, yeah, so it's a tough time to be a Chicago fan. I've been, I mean, it's always been a tough time to be a Chicago <laughs> fan. And I, I don't even have baseball season to look forward to either because the Cubs traded everybody away. Yeah. Like, I don't even. <laughs> White Sox are decent. Yeah, but I don't like the White Sox because I'm a Cubs fan. That's true. The only reason I'll root for them is because, like, if they go to the World Series, I'll root for them unless they're playing the Cubs. But that would be a crazy World Series in and of itself. Chicago would burn to the ground. <laughs> you have the Cubs and the After White Sox. each game. Literally. Oh, my goodness. That would be yeah, wild. the South Side will burn. Getting, getting ahead of myself here, though. The Cubs aren't even going to make the playoffs this year, so. Cubs probably won't even surpass 50 wins. This nah, 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 nah. I'll give more credit than that. Maybe 60 wins. I don't know what's going on in the UC out there. Was that a whistle or someone squeaked uh, their shoes super loud? Super loud. There's just weird stuff going down in the UC, guys. I don't know what's happening here. Trying as a campus has just been wild this last week. <laughs> this last week on Trident, Trident University's campus has just been yeah, absolutely if, crazy. If you know, you know. Yeah, for you trying students, if you know, you know. If not, check yik yak. <laughs> 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 this is information that we can't disclose in the podcast. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So we're done for this week. Yeah, with that, <laughs> I think we're done. Um, yeah, so next week we'll probably be talking softball and baseball. Talk some softball and baseball. I'd like to see if we get Jake Gladio on here. Maybe Jake and Haley talk that, about they got to, they went to nationals yeah. uh, over spring break. Um, that was pretty cool. I'm sure they'll go to nationals. Well, Jake went to nationals. Haley Almost made it, just barely didn't qualify. But man, she's looking really good for this outdoor yeah. season. So I'm excited. Um, there's a lot of championships to be won still. Absolutely. Oh, speaking of Jake, there he is right there. <laughs> how, how did that actually happen? What? All <laughs> he right. Must be on his way to practice or something right now. Man, and you know what sucks about outdoor season is we have to practice outside. And it's 45 degrees outside and it's raining. Do you have to drive to a high school or something like that also? <sighs> Yes. With these gas prices, we got to drive to Fremont, which isn't that far, but still a 15-minute drive. <laughs> and look, I love track. Don't know if track is worth spending four bucks on a gallon to go back and <laughs> forth every single day. I mean, I'm just, I mean, if I have to, I have to. I'm not going to, you know. We'll see, but there's a lot of championships to be had. MIAA, if you're trying to get that MIAA cup going, let me know. Come on now. I'm still waiting. <laughs> waiting on a call. You guys haven't called me yet. What's up with that? <laughs> Drew and I will be here waiting. I was at Storm Center Pod. <laughs> yep. At ben DMs Wade. are always <laughs> yeah. open. DMs are at always Storm open. Pod. You know where to find me on my double. I'm a trying student. I've been to conference. You know where to find me. <laughs> I got you. I got you. I'm ready to be your moneymaker. I'll be the face of the MIAA. Let me be let me be the new commissioner. 
Commissioner Wingard out here. <laughs> I'll co-sign on that. Let's go. Let's um, go. Drew and I run the MIAA. <laughs> be there. We're going to be the presidents. <laughs> <laughs> so, with that, a lot of stuff going on this week. Always tune in. Try and broadcast a network. Oh, uh, and uh, follow uh, at Trine at underscore broadcast on Instagram. We started an Instagram account. Oh, yeah. We're trying yeah, to build yeah. a following there. Andy Brown would like us to build the following on that, so we're yeah. doing our best. So, uh, thank you, Andy. Hopefully, the check will be in the mail for <laughs> Yeah, for real. Andy, <laughs> I hope the Wolverines lose, buddy. <laughs> Obviously kidding about the check in the mail, because can't do that. Yeah, no, we're into the boy, whatever. Oh, try to find an NIL agreement, so... If any, if any companies are out there listening, man, I'll sponsor you or I'll endorse you. Unless you're like a chewing tobacco company, that will definitely not endorse you. <laughs> <laughs> definitely will not endorse that. <laughs> okay. See, this is what happens when we don't have anything else to talk about yeah, on so, the podcast. Uh, we're going to cut it here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, uh, Ben, thanks for being here, man. Yeah. Thanks for having me. It was fun as always, man. Big thank you to Ben for coming in. As always, it's really fun to talk about sports with him. Just cannot wait for all these spring sports to get started. It was a little bit of a sadder episode talking about the women's basketball team, but have to look into the future now. And, man, that was just one heck of a season from them. Nothing you can look down on. So with that, that is it for this week. Just want to make sure, just want to thank you for listening. Be sure to follow everyone on Twitter, at StormCenterPod, at Trine Broadcast. I am at DeverHard00. Ben is at Ben Wangard. And we will talk to you guys next week. This is Storm Center. Thanks for listening to this presentation of the Trine Broadcasting Network, part of the Center for Sports Studies at Trine University. Learn more at trine.edu.